five, four, three, two, one. You are listening to the Mango Tea Podcast with the Jody NDK. We are a nonpartisan Jamaican and Caribbean podcast for the diaspora. We give you tea with a slice of mango mm. and information on current events, politics, and politics, finance, sports, and culture. We created this podcast for the diaspora to know what's happening in the Caribbean beyond the gossip. Welcome back to the Mango Tea Podcast. Um, we are officially on episode 15. Bless the Lord. Amen. We'll make it. We'll make it. Listen. We're getting we, there. We, we are getting there. We are at the starting block with Usain Bolt when he's about to like mm. start racing. When you see that, when you hear boom, and then you see them start race, that is where we are right now. We so have you know we're going places, right? We we are we are going places. We are going because places. we do this for you. We do it for you. You the people. You the people. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to follow us on social media and share with your friends and talk about it with your friends because like we do it for you. So so mm-hmm. far we've had we've had a of the fifteen episodes that we've done we've had two interviews with um, Jamaican public officials. Yes, we did. We had an interview with um, a uh, legendary an enthusiast. Oh, enthusiast. Yo, y'all, y'all. That was, a, that was a great episode. That was a great episode. Y'all that was a great episode. That was a great episode. We actually had a lot of listens on that. So we also want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for yeah. tuning in. Cause... Yeah, and shout out to Chris Corio, who decided to mid-time out of her very, very busy schedule, I really, I still love how she to talk to us. And we had the best conversation. Yes, we did. Best. And if you follow our page, we repost all, we, we post in our stories all the time of all her videos. Listen, get right, get tight. Get Not ready. For, for your life. <laughs> for your life. Or at least carnival. <laughs> Which might not happen. Leave me alone, Dakari. Leave might not happen. I don't want to be the bureau of bad news, but carnival might not happen. Listen, coronavirus has taken over our lives, unfortunately, and it's almost taken away some of the fun out of our lives too. But listen, we are here. This is why we're going to create content for you guys. Um, so at least now you guys have something to listen to. So <laughs> listen, listen for all them carnival goers. Listen, we might have to do a virtual carnival. Listen, we'll even post something on our Instagram. Instagram page for y'all to make y'all feel better. Yeah, I mean, if you we posted up a few things in our story of DJ Joe and his soca fits, mm. so you could always if you listen to our three part episode with Joe and Richie. Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, they've been posting awesome content yeah. right now. Get up their page; they they definitely have music going in mm-hmm. um, to keep us active, keep us going, keep our keep our minds just sane because. Obviously, there's a lot going on in this moment, and everyone is stressed at some point. Where whether you're in Jamaica or Trinidad or the U.S., um, we're all going through a lot right now. But we will definitely get through this together. And yes, that's all we have to focus on just getting through this, and eventually we'll go back to the beaches, we'll go back to the markets, we'll go back to carnival and crop over. But for now, we are just imploring everyone to stay home and just to be safe because Listen. we want. Or we want the moments back. We want to wine and grind in carnival. We want to lay on the beach. And we don't want to do it isolated. So we have to just do what we have to do now. So that eventually we can go back to some um, some sense of normalcy. Yeah. Even though I've been looking at Instagrams. 
mm. people in Jamaica, people in Trinidad, yeah, Guyana, Grenada, want to do a beach. Want to do a beach. I mean, as if we would not be on the beach. I, I know, right? I don't, because I'm thinking if I live close to a beach now, would I not want to go? A beach in Jamaica. Yeah, or in, anywhere yeah. in the Caribbean, not yeah, in the United I'd, States of America. I'd want to go. Even though, I mean, we, we're still imploring people to stay home, though. Like, we're joking, yes. but please stay home. Be safe. Please um, stay home. Unless your backyard has a beach, stay a yard. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we've seen videos of people in Jamaica, and I'm like, okay, what what's going on with the people? What's going on with everyone? Yeah. They're not taking it serious, but... Yeah, and Corona is... So I think Corona is on the downturn in the U.S. in some states. I know it definitely in, in New York, but in the Caribbean, Jesus. Yeah, the numbers crazy. are high. Yeah, it's and I'm looking high. at numbers right now. Um, the, the official stats right now, the Dominican Republic is leading. I mean, I don't even want to use the word leading to me, as if to make it seem like it's a good thing, but currently they're having the most cases um, right now with 6,135 cases there. Cuba has 1639. Jamaica has a lower number. They have 305. Um, and on a brighter note, St. Lucia, which had 15 cases, all um, the victims um, have recovered from the virus. So, oh wow, um, we're oh, wow. definitely celebrating that. That's some. I mean, we're not celebrating the deaths, but definitely with Saint Lucia, we're celebrating the fact that all cases, um, the victims of the cases, have been recovered. Um, so, I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen with Saint Lucia now because more than likely, <laughs> they're going to be one of banned visits for now. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think about that, Jody? Because I'm like, okay, when. Imagine them having total recovery and then just taking in foreigners. Something's going to happen. Listen, if I, if I was the leader of a Caribbean country, I would say I would be at the airport. If I'm playing LAN in my country and I'm the oh. prime minister or the president, I'm going to the airport. I'm going to say, turn around, go back in yard. <laughs> but, but here's the problem. That, though, the Caribbean depends so much on tourism that um, they they really definitely have to have a plan in place for business to start over. Because at the end of the day, we can't. They're not gonna be completely doing a ban on tourism and people coming in from different countries. Most of the Caribbean, other visits come from Europe and America. So imagine them completely stopping and say, "Hey, I'm sorry to book our people. We're not gonna be taking in tourists for a whole year." Like I don't see that happening. Even though I think it would be the, the best bet, but. On an economic standpoint, that's not possible. I mean, this is a lesson in you should have listened, right? I mean, this is going to sound harsh. And I've been giving out a lot of harsh Mm, words recently. Catch that Twitter account. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sidebar, guys, I... I got, got dragged on, I got dragged on Jamaican Twitter you because I made a tweet about some very, very harsh truths. Mm, we'll go into that, Noah. Will that be another episode? That will be another episode. Yes, We're yes. trying to organize a round table right now to discuss it. Mm, but let me tell you. Stay tuned. <laughs> thank <laughs> God. Thank God I have Jesus because Come on, you better call him. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank God I have Jesus. Thank Black God Twitter, I have Black Twitter is still coming for you and Jesus. So, <laughs> <laughs> not oh even Black Twitter, Jamaican Twitter. Jamaican so. Twitter, yeah. yeah. Listen, if they tell Trinidad Twitter, Barbados Twitter, and all the Caribbean Twitters, listen. <laughs> I just want to, you know what I'm going to tell them? 
What? Follow Mango Tea Podcast <laughs> and listen to our episodes. <laughs> That's where we'll be talking Click about. Click the it. link in our bio. Yes. Every Monday. <laughs> New episodes every Monday. Check For that sure. tea <laughs> and eat that mango. <laughs> Ooh, guys, quarantine has really been. It's, it's, I, been, I've been, it's been a thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been rough. How, okay, let's talk. How have you been um, just dealing with this in total? Okay, so on the weekdays, I am fully 100% up to speed on work. I'm thanking God that I do have a job still. Yes, me um, it, it is literally rough. I wake <laughs> up at like, say I wake up at like 6, 530, yeah. right? And I, I have a little bit of anxiety. So I have anxiety for like almost two, three hours. And then mm-hmm. I start work and it's nonstop from mm-hmm. like, say, 845 until like six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. All, all, all day, it's all day working. with barely any breaks. I'm struggling anyway. Yes. But I, I am surviving. And I've been doing like video. I've been doing a lot of virtual brunches. I've been going to um, a virtual soca parties, virtual dance hall parties. Yes, we had yeah, we had um, Mango Tea podcast and Gully Empress. We had a trivia night, which was a lot of fun, and people learned a lot (laughs) um, from the stats that we gave them. And I learned a lot about um, with some of the questions that. Um, Julie was giving too and then what else have I been doing I've been watching TV and relaxing mm. I'm not going to kill like there's a lot of like in, in quarantine you need to come out having a business you need yeah, to be fit you need to be that no I'm going to do what I want to do exactly. and if I want to lay down and watch TV I will do that do if I want to lay down and not watch Tiger King <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely not watching Target King. I, I watched like 10 minutes of it and I was like, I can't. I can't do this. No, no. Like, same thing with Love is Blind. It's not my cup of, tea, cup of tea. Listen, like, five people told me, you need to watch Love is Blind. It's so great. Yes, I heard that too. I sat through one episode and this is my yeah, opinion. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest thing even though like i watched the entire season of the circle yeah. which was recommended by my friend kyle <laughs> but everything else no no that's definitely no. for you oh wait we didn't do talawa <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh, we guys we're just so excited to we're talk just, to you oh yeah. my gosh because for the last couple of weeks, we really haven't had a chance to talk with our audience one on one. We've yeah, either had interviews and yeah, guests. yeah. But it's now been it's it, been a while it has it's been just me and you. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. But you know what? We're here. We are not going to stop talking to you, and we're going to have way more. Well, now that we are inside, we're going to have a lot more guests. A lot more guests. A lot more <laughs> content. Yes, and, and next week to entertain and inform. Yes. Next week's episode is going to be extra special. Extra, extra, extra special. Please, if you have HBO, please go and check out the movie Flight. Mm. We're going to be talking with the director of the short film. Aren't you film. excited about that one? 
film, film, film. You know what? I Jamaican people, let's not 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 a knock on Jamaican or J- Jamaican <laughs> listeners, but Jamaican people film. are known to say flim. A flim? Film? 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 Flim? You know, I, still, I can't pronounce it. I still can't pronounce it. It's film, but I think Jamaican people say flim. <laughs> yes, it's flim. But oh, we're going to be... Like in- when Jamaican people say swims instead of shrimp. Really? <laughs> yes, I've heard it. Our prayer? I used to say prayer for a, I used to say prayer for a while. And I got bullied for it. Like, guys, you, you can't really hear my accent unless you really listen. Because when I moved to America, I was bullied because I had an accent. No, she's full-fledged American, isn't she? Absolutely not. I still, I still, <laughs> I'm still a Jamaican citizen. Thank you very much. I still support my country very much. Very even much. though Black Twitter said, mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the person that told me that, I was like, go with God. <laughs> <laughs> And she was like always, and I said, "Follow us at Megan's podcast." Mm. Listen, you can plug plug us right there. Oh, anyway, so tell us in the matter gun. All right, so this took us. It wasn't that long for us to deliberate, no. but it's a group it's of a people. No it was a group of people, and as I think about them, I kind of tear up because they are on the lines. They are saving our people. They are, and it's literally the healthcare professionals. In the Caribbean. Mm, cue the claps. Definitely. <laughs> Woo! Ooh, they are doing a good job. And but, yeah. we must, we're celebrating. I mean, we were celebrating them before because at the end of the day, they were always out there saving lives. But right now, it's almost a war, a war zone inside, especially in places like New York. Mm-hmm. We're celebrating all the, the nurses and doctors all over the Caribbean. Um, they're doing an excellent job. Um, we're looking at, even at Cuba sending over their medical team to Jamaica and other parts of the world. And we're just celebrating them because they are saving lives literally at this yes. And they and deserve all, everything. Okay. And for all of them out there, all the people them out there that are discriminating mm. against nurses and doctors, any healthcare professionals, because they're like, I'm not catching Corona. So I'm not driving them in my taxi. That's Go true. and seek God. Yeah. I was going to say something way worse. Don't but, do it. Mm. According to Dakar, it's Sunday and I should have manners. <laughs> Please do. But we're celebrating them all Yo. around the Caribbean, all around the world. You guys are doing it. And it's listen, we can't thank you enough. Yo, thinking about people discriminating against healthcare workers, it Boy, it makes my it makes my blood boil. Like, I think you take it also personal because your mom is a nurse as well, so you understand yeah. completely. Because right now you have you're a family member and you can't imagine someone discriminating against her. And even yeah. beyond it being personal, just imagine these people are putting their lives ahead of their own families, ahead of everyone, everything else, and they're making such a big sacrifice. Like, a lot of them are not even going home. They're not even going home to their children. They're staying in a different room in the basement of their homes. Some of them not even leaving the hospital ward. Exactly. They're just staying there and they're giving up everything. And Um, only dirty people want to discriminate? Go ahead. Dirty people. (laughs) 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 But, like, seriously, thank you. Thank you so much because... In my, I 100% believe that the Caribbean has had a tremendous, tremendously great response to this. And you handle it like the goddesses and gods you are. Because compared to like other regions across the world, mm -mm. at least compared to the American response. Yeah. 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 
listen, sir, let me not call him sir something. But listen, the guy in the White House, I don't know what he's doing. I don't get you know. what he's doing. Like, why is America at this point in in this pandemic? Like, why, why are we even leading with the amount of deaths? Why do we have so many cases? Why are we not? Why don't we have enough tests? Like, they're then the Caribbean put them to shame. And uh, to me, I, I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that the population is this vast. I feel like our response was just awful. Mm-hmm. You know what, though? I saw an Instagram post. Um, this is a great time for um, companies across the Caribbean because I saw a post where a Jamaican, a small Jamaican company was exporting toilet paper to the United States. Because you know how everybody's buying up toilet paper like no tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> like I went to I went to BJ's and there I went I think I went midday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably the first mistake I did. I went <laughs> I do I do my bulk shopping once a month. Um so I go in a grocery store one oh, for once and that's it. And then like my family buys like fresh fruits and stuff in between. There we go. They were limiting toilet paper, paper towels, and water at one one per person. That's a when I went to go get, they're buying ten cases when they don't need. They only need one. <laughs> Listen, I went to go buy paper towels. <laughs> Nothing. Like I've never seen the shelf that empty before. I've never seen it that that empty before. But you know what, though? COVID is bringing mm. up a lot of questions. Like, people are thinking more, right? Yes. Because, yes. Because, like, first of all, when, you, when, <laughs> when the government of the United States talking, started taking corona seriously, I, the first thing I worried about was, like, food chain because we get most of our food from South America. Um, yeah. But then, like, I started thinking more and more about the Caribbean. And I was like, oh, we're fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We make we have our own fruits. We have we have meat. We have animals. We are my my relatives will be fine. I just have to find a way to smuggle myself into Jamaica. But then, right? So I was looking. I was randomly um, reading some research papers, which I tend to do, and I found out that some of these countries, like we gotta fix our we gotta fix our shit. <laughs> so, 15, yeah, there's definitely a shortage of food, and even right now is worried about about food food shortage. So, it's time listen, to get some done. Fifteen Caricom member countries mm-hmm. collectively, they get ninety four percent of their food imported from the United States. Ninety four percent of those imports, ninety four percent is grains. So, like your your rice, your flour, all that, which is, mm. again, your bulgur wheat, mm. wild to me. And then they get, this is the, okay, they get 91% um, of imports from sh- of sugar, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean. 90, how much percent? 91% of, of sugar coming in from the United States. Then. Why are, the we, pot- importing, why are we importing sugar? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you gotta, you gotta ask, <laughs> you gotta ask them that. Sugar. Yeah, can we talk to the There's fields of sugar cane? Can we talk to the minister? Sugar. Can we talk to the minister of agriculture? 
Mm. Can we have a, a debate, a, a discussion with all the ministers and, and um, cabinet members of agriculture across the Caribbean? Anyway, so what really did me in? 90% of the imported food that we get mm-hmm. from the U.S. is edible fruits and nuts. Edible. You are in the Caribbean. The, the, the soil <laughs> is fertile. What the hell? Una import fruit and nuts for? Mm, that's a problem. Here's the thing. I was reading also a, um, a Caribbean news article, and it was say I, I'm definitely going to quote them on this. It says that we gravitate unsuspectingly to foreign products, perhaps due to marketing and also to thinking that foreign means better. And I think growing up in the Caribbean, We've always had local carrots and imported carrots. We've always had local and imported goods. But I don't know if we're conditioned to always think that farming is better. And the article for me hits it right in the nail. I think growing up, we've always thought Mm -hmm. of American products, American goods, American media as something that is way better than the Caribbean. So I'm not Mm -hmm. shocked that we're importing more than we're exporting. Because at the end of the day, we always thought that everything we get from a different country is better than what we have. It's yeah. a sad situation, though, because you're thinking the Caribbean has good weather. I mean, I get it. We have hurricanes and we have certain things like that. We have drought seasons. But at the end of the day, they don't have snow. They don't have, we don't have, they don't have winter. It's all about somewhat of a good weather. Why are we importing fruits and vegetables when we can plant those in our backyard? But I think there's got to be a socioeconomic aspect to that, though. Because I don't think it's just the fact that they just don't want to do it. I think also they're worried about theft. They're worried about hurricanes. There are so many different factors and um, behind the story. But, but you know what? Not negate the fact that they should be doing. They should be um, concerned about food security at this point. But then it goes back. I've been talking about this since episode one. It goes back to our discussion about why if. Why is Paracom a thing if we're getting most of our foods from the United States and other countries? Why yeah, don't we bring our collective resources? Yeah. Like um my favorite auntie, Auntie Mia Motley, the Prime mm-hmm. Minister of Barbados. Like, guys, she's my auntie. Anyway, she was saying that like <laughs> there needs to be a single domestic space in Caricom just for like food, um, mm-hmm. travel, health, security, and more. And it goes to say, and she's right, honestly, we should and be... And when she says domestic space, um, elaborate so listeners can understand what she's, what she's referring to. We need to have a single market where we can trade, we can trade with, with our, excuse me, we can trade within our countries, we can use resources yeah. from each other. Like, say, if Guyana have ventilators, Trinidad have masks, True. Jamaica have rubbing alcohol, why we can't, why we can't talk to each other and trade? Yeah. So it, this and goes into the case with the food, though. We should yeah. be like we shouldn't. Jamaica should not be importing sugar. I mean, the whole bunch of sugarcane fields all over the island. Why are they even importing sugar? There should Barbados, be Barbados sugar over Barba- Trinidad. Barbados should not be importing anything. Trinidad should not be importing anything. Jamaica should not be relying on other countries for oil because Trinidad mm-hmm. is right over there. Guyana is about to be right down there. Suriname mm-hmm. is right over there. Saint Lucia shouldn't be importing anything. Dominican Republic shouldn't be importing anything from the United Jordan, States. And I can go on and on and on. Yeah, for instance, yeah. Guyana, who is the the hot the um, Miss Hati Hati? <laughs> She's a hot girl of the season. <laughs> yes. They people said hot girl summer. Diana mm. said hot girl 
decade, right? Mm. <laughs> Which we'll go into later. So Guyana is actually to you would find this like they were diverse, but they are uh, a food sec- a food secure country because and they're not going to have any major um food food security issues in the, in the next um in the next couple of years and this is according to the food and agriculture excuse me organization mm-hmm. the FAO um because they're saying that Guyana has fertile soil they have land and they have land they have clean air clean water and they have vast amount of land so they can they and can so produce a lot of food no, but there is significantly yeah, better. Land, yeah, the land definitely is bigger. But I'm also saying, like, I feel like there's no excuse as to why countries like Jamaica, Guyana, Puerto Rico, not Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Cuba, there's no reason why we can't produce our own. No, but I'm saying that, like, as far as a f- food secure country goes, we have they, a resource are, right there. To do everything. Yeah, they can supply. Yeah, in theory, no, they can supply agree. food. Like, agree. if. Like if half of the Caribbean is wiped out by hurricane mm-hmm. and Guyana isn't, they're right there. They're right there. And speaking of our good girls in Guyana. <laughs> our good girl Guyana. Goodies. It's 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 almost been two months since their general election. Mm. Two months. The general election was March second and then the results came out. Both political they uh, they have two political parties on the island and both political parties claimed victory. And two months later, almost two months later, they still don't have um, a winner of that election. Mm. So they were supposed to recount ballot ballots and it hasn't happened. Listen, Ogre coronavirus <laughs> decided to show up. <laughs> yep. Right in the middle of it. Right so middle. right now, so Friday, April 24th, they decided that they're going to recount the ballots and it's going to take 25 days. And then they also just allowed CARICOM members to participate in the recount as like a governing eye to make sure everything goes good and well. And that was just announced Friday. Because they another thing that they were worried about too is the availability of COVID tests. Um, but they decided to do real-time PCR to test them for corona and if you don't know what real-time pcr is it's when you take a strand of dna and you duplicate it a lot of times so you can do testing of that single dna to find out if someone has corona i know this is this is my uh, my degree in molecular cell biology that i do not use anymore coming out a little bit let's use for right now but yeah i mean our, our girls in guyana they're they're doing okay Okay, listen, our girls in St. Lucia, Antigua, and Barbados, though, mm. Carnival is canceled wah, or postponed. Wah, wah. Yo, you're so annoying. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to cue but you know, voice. But you know what? Carnivals are not canceled, or at least yeah, not canceled you yet. You have to do virtual carnivals. Jamaica. <laughs> Jamaica is scheduled to have Carnival October 25th. Okay, they postponed it from. Let, let us talk. They about post. It. Wait, wait, wait. They postponed it from April because I was supposed to be there mm. a week, last week, but they postponed it. Mm-hmm. Notting Hill is still on, and there's no official word on Miami, and there's no official word on Trinidad 2021. And Dakari, leave me alone. 
<laughs> Listen, I am all for a good time. I was in not in London with you for Notting Notting Hill Carnival, and it was one of the best times I've had in my life in a long while. And that's just so Notting Hill. Imagine, imagine if you got Trinidad or Jamaica. I'm only joking when I laugh about this and I say wah wah. Are, are but you? But I'm also think. Here's the thing, though, with me, though. We're a podcast for the Caribbean people. I am concerned for their safety. At the end of the day, we don't live there. I don't live there. But I love them so much that I'm concerned. I don't think Jamaica Carnival should go October. Oh. I'm just saying. At the end of the day, I'm, we're, we're, we're here to protect our people. We're here to inform them and mm-hmm. keep them safe. Listen, cancel Carnival for this year. I know it's going to be hard. But at the end of the day, places like Jamaica right now has 305 cases of the coronavirus. I don't want to see the numbers spike. If we're going to say, if Carnival is happening, if Carnival is going to be a thing in October, what's going to happen is that there's going to be a resurgence of this virus because what's going to happen, we're going to have people from places like New York um, that have way more cases than, than most of the world. And we're going to have these people go down there and going to infect our countries. And the facilities, we've talked about this in previous episodes, facilities, the healthcare facilities in the Caribbean um, is not to the point of so many other countries. And they don't, they don't have the facility. They don't have the testing. They don't have the, the infrastructure and everything to deal with this on a, on, a, on a large scale. Imagine all the people that go to Carnival on a yearly basis. Okay, but I, I agree, it, but, but I'm still saying yeah. that I miss Carnival. And I will be, I will be out there in 2021 in Trinidad. But you know okay. what? It's saying that like, how is, how is, what's Corona, post-Corona going to look like in the Caribbean? Mm, what the, right? that's a good question what's like, post, what post corona gonna look like on a carnival season like is let's 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 paint the picture carnival is all about touching and grinding and music carnival is it's also like about the culture the too there's a cultural is, aspect to it too and a historical aspect there is that aspect but i'm just talking about the the, the actual event itself it requires touching and people all up in each other's face nobody does celebrating do freedom feet. yes you don't do six feet um at carnival that's just not a thing so i don't know it's listen great, i've already decided for fets for for fets right for juve mm-hmm. i will wear a hazmat suit yes i will wear i will wear a, okay, like, a hazmat suit what happened to people wearing masks you think that's possible they had masks this year they were no, ahead of the curve everybody wearing masks at carnival yeah sure i mean I they were ahead of the curve this year for carnival's all about all, we're all it's also about drinking so i mean you have to take off your mask every time you decide to drink <laughs> yeah i mean i mean worse. you can you you can still you can like put your mask on a little bit and drink <clears throat> some some johnny walker mm. listen any put any problem in front of a of a West Indian person, we will find a way. Mm, it is that? it is our strength, our tenacity, and our love for our people. And don't forget rum that keeps mm. us going. <laughs> it's always Judas resolved. I'm also trying to figure out. I'm um, here's the thing though. Apart from you move move us move Carnival aside, I'm thinking about how the Caribbean is going to deal with um, post coronavirus and comes down to travel. Like okay. We're going into, say, for instance, January of next of twenty twenty one, and say, for instance, by then people are start traveling in droves. But at that point, say, for instance, we don't have a vaccine bonding mm-hmm. because I don't think the Caribbean, I don't think most Caribbean um, countries have enough tests to deal with the influx of. of, of I mean, but this goes back to the eternal question of in the post corona world, right? The Caribbean countries are, are already. Mm-hmm 
taking on debt for COVID from the IMF, which is, yeah. I, I wouldn't say a Nancy. What like bad character, like Ursula mm-hmm. in Little Mermaid? Honestly, yeah, they're like Ursula with the tentacles. <laughs> Here's the thing, but also we we bashed them. But at the end of the day, the Caribbean clearly needs the funding that they offer. Hmm. It's like all it's like when we bashed China, um, comes on to fixing our roads and and just taking over business in Jamaica. At the end of the day, it's sad is that we can't fund our own infrastructure and we can't fund our own um our own businesses. But at the end of the day, we need them. So I mean, listen. On my end, I don't. I'm not. It's not a bash. It's not an IMF bashing. I mean, I'm not celebrating. Them, well, but the good Lord told me to stop. Maintain Speak your it. peace. Something yeah, against what, that. What about the response, there. though? What? What am I? What, what about the response, though? What about how are they going to go? At, go oh, the economy. They're going to be doing. They're going to have to sit they're down and realize. They're going to sit down and realize that they need to rejigger their entire economy because most of these most of the caribbean countries depend on on tourism like barbados barbados was having a great year jamaica was having a phenomenal decade basically like a phenomenal yeah they've been having a yeah other countries like st lucia oh st lucia has been having a they've been having a time and a half listen yeah. I try to book a flight to go there. Not even a flight. Their tickets are I, I try to book a hotel. And it was an all-inclusive hotel. Ooh, it was gorgeous. All the Instagram travel girls, they always post mm. about uh, this one hotel in St. Lucia. I try to do mm. it. And when I saw the price, I like... I was drinking some water and I, I like choked a little <laughs> because I was like, I am not paying. Lucia's is like a rumor. Listen, no, the, the price is just too much. But then like, listen, so, anybody listening want to buy me a ticket? I'll gladly accept it. <laughs> but then like, during San Lucia Carnival though, that was going to be a huge, 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 um, um, stockpile of money for them mm-hmm. and they already did they had already done their band launches like i have friends they had bought their costumes already they had secured housing and i mean they postponed it to next year and they're going to honor tickets and they're going to honor costumes but mm-hmm. that hurt me because if you were like me and everybody else you we are watching everybody so lucia carnival last year and we were like oh that's a time and a half mm-hmm. and um now that we're not watching it, we're not going to be able to watch it. We may there's a po- there's a strong possibility that we may still be at home. <laughs> if we're not still at home, then borders are going to be closed and we can't fly anywhere. Agreed. Which goes to my point as well. Please check on your travel friends. <laughs> we are not okay. <laughs> Even though I did say I wasn't going to travel this much in a year, yeah, we are not okay. This year was supposed to be the year of saving. Let me listen. I mean, it is. It is. Because I, you know what, staying home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you know what, though? I am scared for like the first three months of when the stay at home orders are over and we we start getting like, we start going back outside. Yeah. Because like, I have. Especially because if we do reopen in the summer, we're going to be going out and floods and numbers we're going to be doing things that we didn't even want to do before 
Um, and yeah, yeah. I feel like numbers. There's gonna be a resurgence of this thing, and then we're gonna have another lockdown again. Here's how I wish this would happen. Now, I wish we could do the lockdown could end. Unfortunately, I wish it could end in, in when it's colder. At least for for people in New York. That listen, I, that no matter. I hear I don't want it because I want to actually enjoy summer to an extent. But I'm thinking if we open back up when it's colder, you have less people going outside regardless. If we're gonna open back in June, Mm-mm. everybody and their mother is gonna go outside. Everybody and their mother still will go outside no, in, open, in December. Listen, not to, not to, girl, you know everybody. First of all, you know we are. No, like, no. If you've been locked up for months and you have time to go outside, like no. I'm talking to no, if you're, parents, no. people don't like the cold. And I'm talking to them too. I'm talking to like them cold. too. Listen, no, I'm being realist. I'm being realist because when like outside open back up and if, God forbid, it's in November, December, people are still going to go outside. I'm listen, you can go anywhere. You can go to listen we are resilient there will be a party there will be a fete oh yeah i guess so. <laughs> there will be brunches there will be day parties do you do not know how far people would go to party and to enjoy mm-hmm. themselves and to I mean, see family and to travel not here to go outside so listen listen i listen you listen. you you be going outside you be going outside in the cold <laughs> to go places yeah you're not putting my business um, around here <laughs> <laughs> Like when I'm like, yo, I'm not leaving my house. It's cold. I and I look at my Instagram. What are you there? Oh, I'm I'm just having dinner out. Oh, I'm just at an event. Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just watching your story. Like, okay, okay, go off, go off. Listen, one life to live. <laughs> but like, you know what? The going back to original discussion about like tourism, yeah. we're gonna have to make like a hard, hard reset. And I think this is decades coming. Yes. Decades. It's going to be a decade. There's going to be a new normal and I don't think we're going to really enjoy it. But you know what? I think for a while, unless we, unless at some point we have a vaccine and here's the problem with the vaccine. Also, there are a number of people who are opposed to a vaccine. So we're going to have this, we're going to have this back and forth with those who decide they're going to take the vaccine and those who, is some weird demonic stuff to put Hello? in your body. Oh. That's going to be the issue. It's like, we're going to be having that back and forth between those who oppose it and those who don't. And then it's going to be an issue because the Caribbean is going to say, okay, hey, we want to get you in, but we want to make sure people are safe. Mm. And if we if we don't have a vaccination, what's going to happen? We're going Listen, to, to wear a mask at the beach? Yeah, I can do wear that. A- we're gonna wear a mask at the beach. We're wear a mask at crop over and carnival. Like I don't see this being like it's gonna be hard. But listen, we're gonna have to get through it. So some or another, if it becomes a new normal, if masks become just like wearing a t-shirt, I'm guessing. I feel like masks are maybe gonna become like that, where it's gonna be a part of our unit, our clothes. Yeah, I mean, listen. This like is the thing. Like, like how people used to, people before maybe never used to wear certain clothing items, and now it's almost normal to us. Who knows? Maybe that that might be the case. I mean, guess what? If there's a vaccine, I'm not taking it. See, this is the, this is our discussion. <laughs> I mean, I work I work within the pharmaceutical industry. Um, I work within the pharmaceutical industry. No, I'm not an executive. No, I do not make a lot of money. Yes, <laughs> I am a slave. They slide, work me slide, like a slave. But wait, if you're single <laughs> and you're a man, um, you can definitely slide in. 
definitely. If you're, if you're, yeah. You just switched got Yeah. If you're single. Let's, let's listen. <laughs> listen, I honestly, I'm not, I'm, uh, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, right? Cause my, my children will be getting exactly. vaccinations. Exactly. You're the party for being vaccination. So let's not act like vaccination. Yes. I hadn't. But I would say that a lot of the the medical products, or a lot of the drugs coming out now, mm-hmm. the adverse side effects. Whew. Yeah, but imagine when they, it's all, imagine when they had vaccinations 10, 15, 50 years ago. I'm sure they all have, listen. Everything all everything has side effects. I'm sure any every medication anyone has ever taken, if you look at the list at the bottom, it will tell you all, all the side effects side effects which might also include death and in the day they save lives so we're gonna have to figure it out if, but at what cost yeah but okay if it's not at a what cost it's going mm-hmm. to be a cure but it let's let's think about the let's think about the flu shot right mm-hmm. i i still do not take the flu shot I take the because flu shot. they do not you you do and god bless <laughs> but i don't take it because it is a guesstimation of what the flu may be. Mm. I don't know if anyone remembers the swine flu, H1N1, right? Yeah. They had a, they had a, they had a, they had a flu shot out mm-hmm. and they had guesstimated what it was. And then swine flu came, right? And they realized like, oh shoot, this is bad. Cause it was killing, it was literally killing people. Yes. Right. And it goes to show that like, you don't really know, like, the, the flu shot doesn't necessarily protect you. No, it can help protect a, you. And also some of the adverse side effects can be crippling because I personally have seen this. Mm-hmm. I know, I knew, I knew of someone. Mm-hmm. They had taken the flu shot. Yeah. And you, no one can, t- it, it was a proven fact that the reason why she got, um, ill was because of the flu shot. She, she could not walk. She lost all feeling. She was better in Britain for, I think, four months. She lost her job. She had two young kids, all because of taking the flu shot. And I mean, everyone reacts differently to it, but I've taken the flu shot for years. And for the most part, I don't usually get the flu. I don't usually get sick. I mean, I'm not putting it out there for me to get sick, but I don't usually catch the flu or anything like that. So, I mean, it's, it's up. It's a personal decision. Like at the end of the day, you decide if you want to take it. But we're going to have to figure out how we're going to move forward, how we're going to start traveling again. Because if the virus still exists, we either need a vaccine or a cure. Like, this thing, without a vaccine or a cure, this thing can go on. The car you're breaking up. And on. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, you're breaking up. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yes, I mean... What what are we going to do? But I, I think it brings up an important point about the, the economy of the Caribbean and not depending on colonial powers to help us to get where we need to be. True. We need to depend on ourselves. True. I mean, listen, we have that tenacity already where we are we're entrepreneurs. We get ourselves up. We, we do things that we got to do, mm. right? And we make it work. Why can't our governments do that? We make it work. But here's the thing. One factor that we do, we're not um, pointing out. We live in a global society. At the end of the day, the Caribbean, any Caribbean country, no Caribbean country can function on their own. The Caribbean as a whole cannot function on their own. We're, we live in a global society. And but I think coronavirus is going to show... But coronavirus is going to show that globalization is not necessarily... 
I don't want to say a great thing. It's not necessarily going to, it's not, it's not benefiting everyone really because more and more countries are going to look to become more self-reliant. You're going to be self-reliant, but at the end of the day, more and more I countries are going to be looked to be self-reliant. How the world goes around. I mean, at, at the end of the day, certain things are unfair. It, no, yeah, it does. But look, but look at where, but look at where we're at now. Yeah, also saying, look at where we're at now, where where supply chains across the world are being affected. I mean, I was reading an article, and this is like terrible mm. to say, but I, so I was reading an article, right? about the illicit drug trade, mm-hmm. um, especially with the sale of fentanyl, which is very, it's uh, taken in a pill form mm-hmm. and it gives people like uh, super, super high, but like the mortality rate for taking the drug is very high as well. Mm-hmm. That's why they have the, the drug epidemic in the U S but that's also another story mm-hmm. about how biased they are against black people. But mm-hmm. anyway, <laughs> but the right supply there. chain, a little tea. You want some, Michael? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to stop. I play all day. But if you if you look at for if you look at that case, uh, a lot of Mexican drug cartels they get most of the chemicals they need to make fentanyl mm. from Wuhan, China. Mm. Wuhan, China was shut down for two months. I think Mexico is shutting down right now, except for the trade of avocados and other fruits that we need. And they can't, <laughs> you know, I eat like two pear. I had avocado this morning too for breakfast. <laughs> this, uh, I ate like two pear this morning. Oh okay, Lord. I mean, really, I'm back, a mess. really back, really back, really back. Yeah, but they, their supply chain is interrupted. So dr- sale of the drug of fent- fentanyl, in the United States, it's like doubled or tripled on the on the streets, and the drug cartels they can't get them, their money in because the borders are closed, and it's they're finding it hard to get drugs over the borderline because borders are closed and restrictions are tighter. It's affecting any everybody from those in the in the underworld and those doing legit things. Yeah. So, but it goes to show. I mean, it, it goes back point. to a larger kind. Con- that at the end of the day we still what's the point still look at the globalization i think as much as it has its negative for now still, it has the caribbean benefits from globalization at the end of the day as well so we can't knock it they can't jamaica cannot survive for now on its own. jamaica can't survive on just producing their own that's product. why that's so, why as i said before we need to depend on the region we can't depend on everybody else in the world we got listen yeah, you got to depend okay, on you your you own can you can't depend on china said, do, you, do you think we can produce everything we need to survive we cannot we, can, we, can we cannot. That's why we need to go to our. That's why we need to go to our partners. There is oil in Trinidad. Excuse me. There is oil in production in Trinidad. There is oil in Guyana. There's a food. It's a food secure country as well. Why we can't depend on them? There's health professionals. There's higher. There's a quality higher education in Cuba. Why we can't depend on them for that? Listen, Jody is a piece okay. of character. <laughs> but i'm also still saying that we're a global society and we depend on each other listen we're stronger together i mean i love that that little phrase that hashtag but it's the truth we are stronger together let's get it done so let's let's be together listen Antimia, cousin andrew uncle keith Let's get it together. We can get it done. All right, guys. On that note, thank you for listening to another spirited episode. Mm. Like us, follow us. More, more importantly, listen and share. Share with your friends. Uh, repost. Because we, 
Yeah, because we do this. We honestly, we do this for you, and we we love doing. Like we absolutely love doing this. Love it's like <laughs> <laughs> we love to talk about our shit, <laughs> and we yeah we we love to talk and we love to talk about mangoes too. Wait, can I just say I like to shout out my uncle who is annoying. But it's also his birthday. Mm, he te- every time he eats mango, he sends he sends me a text message of him eating the mango. One time he sent me a video on WhatsApp of him eating mango. <laughs> uh, Happy that, birthday, but you're a troll. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but on that note, it's a wrap. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Thank you for listening. Uh, but don't forget. Ed- we're excited about next week's episode. Check out that movie, that film, and we'll definitely talk. Slide in our DMs. Yes. We're definitely Sli- talking. Yeah. If you're single and uh, you're a man, slide into my DMs. <laughs> 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 Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>